Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the CFS Health Recovery Podcast, where we talk all things practical help for your recovery. In today's episode, we're exploring doubt. This is a really big question and one with some great answers from five amazing past members who were nice enough to jump on and do a guest panel workshop for all our paying exclusive private members and basically share their top five recovery tips with them. And it was so powerful that I asked if it was cool if we could share this to the world and they said yes, so we're very lucky. And so in today's episode, we're exploring the question, did you ever doubt that you could fully recover? How did you overcome that and maintain the belief of recovery? Very, very important conversation. And I think you're going to get so much value out of today's episode. Before we do that, a quick shout out to Louise for win of the week. Louise joined our program about four months ago from memory. And she just posted inside our private group saying that she downloaded the movement tracker and she's now really noticing progress with her strength and stamina and starting to move forwards really appropriately. So big shout out to Louise for, you know, following the work and doing it and getting a result. So big shout out to you. I always say it's not what you do, but it's how you do it. But when you do the right things at the right time, you get the right result. And so that's just a perfect sign that you are doing the right thing. Without any further ado, let's throw it over to our amazing guests to answer the question, did you ever doubt that you could fully recover? And how did you overcome that and maintain the belief that recovery is possible? Enjoy the episode. If you love it, go over to our YouTube channel and type a comment for these guys. These guys dedicated their time. And, you know, this is a really special episode to share with you. Enjoy and we'll speak to you soon. Did you ever doubt that you could fully recover? How did you overcome that and maintain the belief that recovery was even possible? No, they didn't have any doubts at all. No, none, zero. <laughs> you're like no toby i literally had those <laughs> hopefully you're human i think you are love to hear your answers on this one girls jess you, you laugh what came to you <laughs> the thing was when this first happened to me years ago i had like a small small feeling because i knew chronic fatigue syndrome i knew me and I kind of had this small feeling that it's not chronic. There is a way out of this, but a million times over during these years, I thought to myself, this is it. I've crashed permanently now. I'm never going to get out of this. So those things came up, even though I had that little belief, it's not chronic, there's a way out. There was a lot of that thinking that this is it. I've ruined it now. Yeah. I, yeah. So I think to get over it, I think it's just to see the small results on the journey is to see that I didn't end up there. I was convinced that I'll never get out of this room now because <clears throat> I needed to rest in darkness and complete silence. But I did come out of that room again and again. And, you know, eventually I didn't have to rest in that way. And I think it's just a matter of the progression and seeing the changes and then starting to believe that there really is a way out. Really, really. Yeah. And I would just add to that, I think the accountability, like being in the group and sharing your win every single week, like imagine if you didn't have that, you know, and seeing other people do really cool stuff and you go, oh, well, that's just proof right there. 
you know, and just surrounding yourself in that proximity of power, I think is just another thing that, again, just helps everyone, but it helped you specifically as well, you know, through that journey. Absolutely. The relating, mm. the relating to each other's stories and the support and just knowing we're on kind of the same journey, even though everyone's journey will look different. So, yeah. Mm. Mm. Cool. B, what comes to mind for you? Definitely lots of doubts. I was just thinking again about my initial most ambitious goals that I could think of was like to walk for half an hour, maybe an hour and go to yoga class. That's not full recovery, right? Those are amazing things. But given that those were like my dreams and my goals, clearly like that's how far my belief would let me believe that I could improve is what I'm thinking now, which is really interesting to think of, right? And so definitely lots of doubts in terms of, I think I always believed in improvements, like that seemed a feasible thing to believe in, but full recovery, I think I always said I did, but I don't think I did for a while. But then just like what Jessica said, that was it for me too, right? Every single little improvement, eventually you'd realize, okay, well, if every single little improvement, you continue to build and build and build slowly, they will add up to what eventually you can call for recovery. So I think that was the big thing. And then I would also say I did a lot of like self cheerleading, like every day I wrote down this list of daily wins to remind myself, because sometimes the progress is, it seems almost invisible, right? And I would trick myself to make everything a win. If there was something I really wanted to do and I did it, I would celebrate that. But also if I actually wanted to do that same thing, but I could tell I wasn't ready for it and then I didn't do it. That was also a win. Yeah. So that made almost everything a win. So every day there was a lot to celebrate because if you did it, great. If you didn't, great. That meant you needed to rest. And so I think that helped me keep believing that I was making the right choices and progressing in different ways. And, and absolutely also, Toby, what you said, like having role models of other people that had done it before was so helpful. Yeah, I just think that was incredibly powerful for me to see yeah. that other people... Even just like not even people that had fully recovered, but people who were just like a little bit ahead of me, I yeah. found even more helpful because I would be like, okay, I can relate to get to your stage, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. 100%. For me, I just want to quickly go back over one very powerful thing. And some of you might have missed it. My belief was limited to the progress that I made. And it's all in hindsight now, but the fact that you thought, okay, that's my top limit. That's the end goal is the 30 minute walk and the yoga. You could only get to that ceiling because that was the ceiling that you set for yourself. And so where in your life are you believing something that you're setting a ceiling for yourself? Now, I'm not saying it's true that you're going to go beyond that ceiling, but wouldn't it be helpful to have the potential opportunity to go beyond the ceiling? One of the best things I ever learned from a coach, I set a goal once and I said, you know, I'm going to get here. Like, this is the, this is the top. And he said, no, 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 that's the minimum. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, yeah, you're going to get here as a minimum. And then you're leaving more room for more if you want more. And I was like, wow, that's powerful. So there's, you know, I love that. I love what you shared there, but it's super, super powerful, super powerful. Charlie, it's just tough to answer when there's like such good answer. But oh, it makes, no. I'm sure like you're probably relating and going, yeah, that's spot on. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, so for me, I think part of this was, you know, this whole kind of stubborn 
nature of myself was I just refused at the beginning. I really hated the idea that people were telling me that I couldn't recover. It really pissed me off. Mm. So I was determined. But then I always trusted that process because I'd kind of come across you and I trusted you and I trusted your story. And then through the mentorship, you know, having that community where I had that support to be able to ask the question, but is this as good as it gets? Because that for me was kind of like, okay, so I've, yes, I can see that I've recovered to some degree, but it wasn't enough. You know, I kind of wanted more. And of course then, so those doubts that of course they come in, but that community for me, where as Jess said, you know, you're hearing people's stories and it resonates and therefore you see their wins and then that's kind of yeah that's possible and then that gave me hope and weirdly and this is when I said at the beginning when I saw that B was here so when I had my last crash probably because I hadn't been listening to my body and I don't know if you remember Toby I went to Vegas <laughs> yes I do yeah. you were so excited to go on a holiday and you were you'd made some good progress which was great and then you yeah, just got to yeah. be a person in Vegas who has a Vegas time. And then you came back and you felt horrible. It was like the end of the world. And I was like, it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. No, but when I look back, you know, I think, well, how did I expect my body to kind of enjoy that process? I'd gone on the back of a cold and it's an entirely, you know, so all of that kind of stuff. But what I did when I got back was I watched B's success interview. Mm. And it was just incredible because I just suddenly thought, you can see in my, you know, we do the daily planner thing. You can see the change in my perspective from like before and after. And it just really galvanized me, you know, with my wins and my gratitude and all of those things, which are the things that got me through when I doubted my recovery. Exactly the same as Jess and B was gratitude wins kind of perspective type thing. Patience, trust, you know, all of those, all of those small things that when you put them all together. I think Jess sort of said, you know, there's like little nuggets everywhere sort of thing. You know, as you're talking, I'm thinking, going back to the belief thing, you seeing those people doing better than you or further along than you, not better than you, because that's not a good way to look at it, but further along the line of where you would like to be, that's just confirming your belief for you, the possibility for yourself. It's opening up the door, well, what's possible? And we do take it for granted because it's so organic, right? It's like, it's in our faces. It's people we follow on Instagram. It's people on YouTube. And it's like, you know, we all have that person that we look up to. Well, that actually just creates the opportunity for you to allow yourself to think beyond your current limitations too. I was just going to say, I think for me as well, it's that, you know, that whole kind of curious over conclusive is so, so important for me. And that idea of, you know, you were talking before about these like limiting beliefs and just, well, well, actually, what if, what if I can do that? Or what if that did happen? And it makes such a difference. Totally. I just want to say this too. These three people who are sitting here right now were so proactive in the program in terms of communication with other people. I'm remembering right now, B used to do posts in the Facebook group, the old Facebook group that we had, the inner circle. And, you know, you were sharing and you were commenting back on people. You were really engaging. Charlie, you know, you built some amazing long life friendships at CFS Health. And it was because you showed up every single week and every month and connected with people. Jeff, same thing, always commenting, sharing wins, but also, you know, receiving help when you can, but also giving help when you could too. You know, there were so many times that your name would pop up in comments and messages. And so, you know, I think that can't go unnoticed too. 
So if you're someone who's in the program right now and you might be a bit reserved or you might not be making that effort, it's something to think about because you get what you give. It's yeah. okay to be vulnerable, I think. It's a safe place to be vulnerable in mm. this community. And mm. vulnerability is that process of reaching out and learning from other people because everybody is kind of in the same space. You know, I would never on a call without somebody saying something. I thought, oh, gosh, I didn't know I had that question until somebody else asked it. <laughs> Always the way. Always the way. I would say that's just part of the journey, in all honesty. Having those doubts, like, all the time, oh, am I in a crash? Am I able to walk about 20 minutes? Will I crash if I go out to this social event? But then you just do it. And then the fear almost goes away and the doubts go away through doing it. The thing that I'm hearing, and it kind of ties back to what Lauren said before about not spiraling. So there's some people that's like, oh my God, I just had a thought that I'm not going to recover. Right. And then they buy into that. And then it's like, oh my God. And they make it mean the world. And then there's a story about a story and then it goes on. So again, if you can tie in from the last kind of conversation on question two from Lauren, which was, be aware that just move forwards. Yeah. Like you don't need to spiral down and really that's the key. I'm sure the best NBA basketball player, when he's shooting that shot, is thinking, shit, don't miss this. What if I miss this? It's like, no, just show up to the line, shoot the three. Yeah. Lauren, what comes to mind about this as well? At my worst, I definitely doubted whether or not I was going to fully recover. And that was before I started to understand really what was happening in my body or before I started to really get into depth about the mind-body connection. And the more I learned and the more I started to feel safe in my body and kind of calm my nervous system down so that my body could get into a state of healing, that was how I think I overcame but absolutely in the beginning, I thought that I would maybe get better, but never be able to hike again or go through a whole day without feeling exhausted or anything like that. I definitely doubt it. And there is that part of your brain that says in the very beginning, when you start to feel better, oh, am I going to do too much? Am I going to crash? I, oh, I had a shit night's sleep and I know I'm going to crash and I'm going to feel like crap the next three days. And like those thoughts have to stop I don't know how else to say I don't know how to say that like eloquently I have a tattoo on my wrist that says let it be and you really have to accept what your body's going through but I can say with conviction that our bodies are made to heal it's how we're wired it's how we're built it's not the impossible and once I knew that I wasn't educated on nutrition or understanding why we need to sleep and what happens when we don't. All of these things I started to learn, I was like, wow, it's all connected. Like this is all meant for us to, once we stay on that path of wellness, this is meant for us to feel good. Yeah. And the message, you know, there's a message in the mess, right? And that's yeah. what is really being asked to listen to. I think as well, like to me, like I tend to be a bit of an overthinker. That's just me as a person. So I found that especially going down those spirals, all these doubts, oh, can I do this? Can I do that? That actually just taking the action when it's appropriate and just giving it a shot. 
I think this is appropriate. Maybe it's too much, but I'm going to give it a crack. And just having that action is like, okay, what was I thinking about? It wasn't anywhere near as bad as I thought it would be. And it was fine. Mm. So I have to say action and the appropriate action can really help to strengthen the right beliefs and help to remove and dispel some of those doubts. Mm-hmm. One thing that comes to mind, you both did this throughout your journey. You know, Lauren said, well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to hike again. The thing is, you didn't wait till you could hike again. You started hiking, right? Like you can't wait to get oh, to yeah. hiking. Lauren started with two minutes and then three minutes and then, and then sitting in the forest. I remember like yeah. you used to post yeah. photos of yeah. these beautiful sunsets and you would sit there instead yeah. of walk and then you'd build up and then all of a sudden a year goes by a little by little becomes a shit ton and all of a sudden she's gone for an hour hike and she's posting a selfie yeah. on the top of the mountain yeah you don't go oh, until i get there it's like you start now and you build and that's what i saw yeah. at lauren that's what i saw at the hill that's what these guys are doing i hope you found this episode of the podcast really really helpful Here are three ways we can help you whenever you are ready. So first of all, we have a free information group on Facebook. And so if you do have a Facebook account, make sure you go and join that group. There is strictly no negative venting. It's a very supportive, uplifting group. And there are some great trainings in there that can help you get started with your recovery. So it's called the CFS Health Recovery Information Group. There's a link here anyway. So click that link and join it. The second thing is we have a bunch of free trainings that will really help you understand where you're at, but also help you move forward. So we're going to leave a bunch of free trainings for you. So click on that. We'll send it to your email and obviously you can watch them in your own time. And thirdly, we've just created a 15 minute chat link. So if you're someone who's like, man, this sounds really good. This is really helpful. I really want some personal help and you want to have a step-by-step plan that will help you go from where you're at to where you want to be. We have opened up a few spots to have a 15 minute call, no strings attached. Basically this call is to see if or how we can help you. If we can, we'll be able to share with you some information on what that would look like. And if we can't, we'll send you some free resources that will help you if you would like to do that. So we're going to leave a link below. You can book in your 15 minute call. This is not a coaching call. So don't expect to get coaching in a 15 minute call. This call is really to have a conversation around you, what you need help with, and whether or not we can work together to help you get the results that you want. So if CFS Health, the mentorship program, sounds something you're interested in, but you're just not quite sure about it yet, this is a perfect opportunity to book in that call, have a chat, and then of course we can go deeper if this is something that you would like to do. Hope you found the podcast helpful. Please leave some love, especially on the YouTube channel. Go and comment on the videos that you found helpful and appreciate all your support. And we look forward to speaking with you soon. All the best for now. Speak to you soon. Bye.